Welcome back everyone. Dividend aristocrats are some of the most popular dividend paying companies in the world. Many new dividend investors are drawn to these dividend stocks because they all have a very long history of paying and raising their dividends. It takes 25 years of consecutive dividend growth to earn a spot on this list, as well as a few other qualification criteria, like being part of the S&P 500 or meeting a minimum liquidity threshold. It's no easy feat for a company to achieve, and it gives investors a sense of security and stability that management is committed to their dividend policy. I like the dividend aristocrats very much, and I own a few of them in my portfolio. What I like to do is look for the easy button when it comes to investing. By easy button, I mean a simple way of automatically identifying stocks I should invest in that will lead to better than average results. Sometimes this works out well, and sometimes it doesn't. I've read up quite a bit on behavioral finance, and what the evidence points to is that most investors are horrible stock pickers. Not only do we select the wrong stocks, we are also pretty poor at timing when to buy and sell. Humans are emotionally driven creatures, and making emotional decisions in investing is not favorable. For that reason, I like to analyze long-term trends in the market and find simple patterns that I can leverage to improve my investing process. I recently crunched some math on dividend aristocrats, and today I'd like to share this analysis and the results with you. I'll tell you exactly what I did, break down the findings, and talk about the top dividend aristocrats based on this analysis. So let's jump right in. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I've been listening to Terry Smith recently, and he's a big advocate of using the return on capital employed to distinguish quality companies. After listening to one of his speeches, I wanted to get my hands dirty with some data, so I decided to analyze the return on capital employed for all of the dividend aristocrats during the last decade. This took a few evenings, but I looked up all of the financial data, and I put together a spreadsheet with the return on capital employed for each dividend aristocrat. I also pulled all of the annual returns and started to look for correlations. Thus far, I tested three theories for selecting the best dividend aristocrats using their ROCE, and each of them was able to generate alpha during the past decade. Let me go through them one at a time, starting with the simplest theory first. My first idea was to simply identify the dividend aristocrats with the highest return on capital each year, and purchase them in the following calendar year, and repeat this process for the full decade. Here's how that would have worked out. Between January 2014 and May of 2023, owning all of the dividend aristocrats with an equal weight allocation would have produced a total return of 167.89%, or an 11.03% annualized return. Not bad at all. Buying the top 5 aristocrats with the highest ROC in the preceding year would have generated a total return of 196.68%, or a 12.24% annualized return. That's an extra return of 1.21% per year, or an almost 30% better total return in this 9-year and 5-month test window. Buying the top 10 aristocrats with the highest ROC would have generated a total return of 191.84%, or a 12.05% annualized return. Slightly worse than the top 5, but still a full 1% better per year compared to owning all of the aristocrats, and about 24% more in the long run. The top 15 aristocrats would actually turn in a worse return than all of the aristocrats. The total return came in at 162.74%, or about 5% below all of the aristocrats. The top 20 aristocrats did even worse, with a total return of 144.28%. And the top 25 aristocrats followed the same downward trend, with a total return of just 140.55%.
So while this strategy worked out somewhat favorably, with just a handful of aristocrats with the highest ROCs, it did not extend to those ranked 11th through 30. What is interesting though, are the individual returns for each year. On average, when the market returns for all of the dividend aristocrats were strong, applying the highest ROCE filter worked out very well, and not so well when the market returns were unfavorable. For example, in 2017, all of the dividend aristocrats posted a positive total return of 23.03%. The top 5 aristocrats, based on ROC, posted a total return of 32.98% that year. The top 10 had a total return of 28.02%. The top 15 had a return of 32.49%. The top 20 had a return of 28.94%. The top 25 had a return of 26.42%. And the top 30 had a return of 25.86%. All besting the average aristocrat return that year. The same pattern repeated in 2020, and almost in 2021. During sour market years, like 2022, all of the ranges, the top 5 through the top 30, posted worse losses compared to all of the dividend aristocrats. This pattern was somewhat expected. If a stock goes up much more during optimistic times, on average, it will likely drop more during a market correction. Suffice it to say, I wasn't very sold on this strategy, because the level of alpha generated wasn't large enough to warrant the risk of being wrong. The strategy is doing quite nicely in 2023 compared to all of the dividend aristocrats. The top 5 aristocrats chosen for this year are up 3.59% through month and May, while all of the dividend aristocrats are down 2.53%. The chosen aristocrats are Expeditors International of Washington, that is up 6.81%, Lowe's, that is up 1.98%, CH Robinson Worldwide, that is up 3.88%, ADP, that is down 12.01%, and Granger, that is up 17.31%. Okay, let's move on to theory number 2. Instead of simply looking at the highest ROC, I wanted to see which dividend aristocrats had the biggest improvement in ROC from year to year, and if investing based on the improvement rate would lead to better results. To do this, I measured the change in ROC from year to year for each aristocrat. I then sorted the data for each year to identify which aristocrats saw the biggest improvement each year. The return data for this test had to be trimmed to start in January of 2015, since the first year I was able to measure the change in ROC was 2014. Therefore, it can't be compared to the total or annualized return from the prior theory. The average return for all of the dividend aristocrats between January of 2015 and May 2023 was 132.79%, or a 10.56% annualized return. The top 5 aristocrats with the highest improvement rate in ROC produced a total return of 242.03%, or a 15.73% annualized return. Now this is much better than the prior theory. Here we see a 5% plus improvement in the annual rate of return and over 100% improvement in total return. The top 10 aristocrats with the highest improvement rate in ROC generated a total return of 164.39%, or a 12.25% annualized return. I think that's still a decent level of alpha of about 1.7% per year. The top 15 aristocrats would have generated a total return of 137.19%, or a little bit better than the average return of all aristocrats. Beyond the top 15, there was no improvement in the rate of return. So while the alpha generated from this theory is much better compared to simply using the highest ROC, again we see that the return is tied to just a handful of the best rated aristocrats. Looking at the annual returns, there was no real pattern I was able to find. In 2015, the top 5, 10, and 15 aristocrats bested all the aristocrats. In 2016, all of the aristocrats had a positive average return of 15.06% and outperformed the outcome of this theory. In 2017, the top 5 and top 10 beat all the aristocrats. In 2018, all aristocrats had a loss of 2.25%, while the top 5 aristocrats from this theory posted a gain of 0.66%.
In 2019, all aristocrats crushed this strategy. In 2020 and 2021, this strategy easily beat all the aristocrats. 2022 was interesting, as the top 5 aristocrats posted a gain of 10.74%, while all of the aristocrats fell by 5.25%. And in 2023, this strategy is posting larger losses than all of the aristocrats. One thing is for sure, there is no strategy that works all of the time, and you have to have the patience to be able to weather periods of underperformance and give your strategy time to work, with no guarantee that it will. The top 5 aristocrats chosen for 2023 using this theory are C.H. Robinson Worldwide, ADP, ExxonMobil, Albermalley, and Chevron. After I finished reviewing this theory and its findings, I wanted to see if I could blend the first two theories together to produce even better results. My idea was to filter the aristocrats each year for only those that saw an improvement in their ROCE compared to the prior year, and additionally have a minimum ROC threshold as a second filter. I created a spreadsheet where I can quickly test various ROCE thresholds without having to manually compute the results. The returns are again trimmed to start in January of 2015 through May 2023, since we need two years to measure the first rate of change in ROCE. If you recall, the average total return for all of the aristocrats during this period of time was 132.79%, or 10.56% annualized. For this theory, there is no top 5 or top 10, just the exact number of aristocrats that met the given condition in a given year. I started the test with an ROC cutoff of at least 10%. This means that to be selected, the stock had to have an ROC of at least 10%, and its ROC also had to be higher than it was in the preceding year. On average, 27 aristocrats passed this filter per year, with a low selection rate of just 17 aristocrats in 2017 and 2020, and a high selection rate of 40 aristocrats in 2021. The total return produced by these selections was 251.71%, or a 16.12% annualized rate of return. Okay, so it's slightly better than the average return generated by the top 5 aristocrats from theory number 2, which if you recall was 15.73% annualized, or 242.03% in total. After testing the 10% threshold, I tested all other positive whole percentage thresholds, and the best results were tied to using a cutoff of 11 or 15%. They both resulted in a total return of slightly more than 263%, or a 16.57 or 16.58% annualized return. That's actually pretty good. The 6% extra annual return would lead to nearly a twice as good long-term total return in this 8-year and 5-month test window. Looking at the annual returns for this theory using the 15% ROC threshold, I can see this strategy beat all of the aristocrats during 7 out of the 8 full calendar years, and it's doing better in partial 2023 as well. Thus far, this is the most favorable result, it produced the best long-term rate of return, and it was the most consistent in outperforming all of the dividend aristocrats. Comparing all three strategies based on consistency, Strategy number one, that aimed at identifying aristocrats with the highest ROC, won during five out of the nine full calendar years, and is winning in partial 2023. Strategy number two, that sought out the biggest improvement in ROC, won during six out of the eight full calendar years, and is losing in partial 2023. And strategy number three, as I already mentioned, won seven out of the eight full calendar years, and is winning in partial 2023. I've already posted a link to the full dataset from this analysis on my Patreon page, so if you're a member, you can check it out there. I also created a more user-friendly tab, where you can simply type in the ticker of the aristocrat you'd like to look at, and it'll show you the full 10-year ROC and annual returns. I will likely come up with a few more theories to test on this dataset. If you have any suggestions, let me know in the comments below.